0: It's time for the Move in the Chains podcast.
1: Your home for high school football coverage in the Palmetto State. Every team,
0: every game, every week. And now your hosts, Kevin Thomas and John Epps.
1: This is one of our, our favorite shows, and a lot of times we kind of break it up into 1 and 2 and 3 and, eight and 4 and 5, so I have to do it all just at once tonight. John, I'm really, really looking forward to these playoffs. Tell you what, um, we're going to get a little bit
0: of a warm-up here in the first round, I think. Uh, it's good to have a full playoff field. Last year we only had two schools from each region mm-hmm. make the playoffs, which was exciting in its own right, but uh, it's good to see the whole field. It does give us a little bit of... Um, I, yeah, honestly, a few lackluster games. Yeah, here, yeah. As as but <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. Um, good to see as many kids make the playoffs, and as many of these kids to get to extend their season for the 12th graders, extend their their high school career, and you know, that gives us more opportunity
1: for some upsets too. Yeah, that's one thing you know we talked about uh today. We're getting pre getting ready for the show. Is that there's not a lot of great games in Round 1, uh, maybe a couple per class, uh, 2, 3, maybe 4 at the max. A lot of them should be leaning or the other uh, due to just it being a, a larger field than last year, John. But if this is you guys' first time in. We really appreciate it. We do our preview shows live on Tuesday here on Facebook. So follow us on Facebook, like, share, comment, tell your friends. Also, uh, we have a Twitter and Instagram profile at MoveInTheChains, M-O-V-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S, M-O-V-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S. We do a recap show comes out on Sundays. Audio only version for that. It's on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast at. So check us out on all platforms. We have some good stuff coming up the play off you guys. We're playing on Venus and games still, hopefully covering some of the All Star games as well as the championship games. So definitely follow along. because season's not over quite yet. So definitely uh, keep tuning in there with, with us. But John, I want to give a quick shout out here. We've got uh, Zach in here, Hunter in here, Derek Haley's. Uh, Quinn and Ken Law in here. Derek's got a Lakeview Gator already going. Now know he's pumped by that big region right. win, region championship win last week. Eric Creek says, salute to Andrew Jackson. Looks intriguing. That is one of two we're two looking at for sure, John. Let's uh let's kick it off here with 1A. we will go ahead and apologize to you guys. Well, since we did this show all together, we ran out of time on getting everything looking real fancy. But uh, <laughs> we'll make it work. 1A, we've got the bracket here for you guys, John. I'm going to read through it here, and we'll kind of hit up a couple games to jump out at us. In Upper State, we've got Southside Christian hosting Willis and Elko. C.A. Johnson hosting Wagner-Sally. Calhoun County gets a bye, round one. MacBee hosting Ware-Scholes. Ridge Spring Minetta hosting Whitmire. Dixie hosting Great Falls. Lamar hosting Blackfield Hilda. And McCormick hosting Denmark-Olar. Anyone in Upper State that you want to uh, make a mention of there, John, before we move into the, lo- and move into the lower? I tell you what, it's pretty impressive that out of all the schools, Calhoun County
0: gets a bye. You would think, hey, if anybody deserves that bye, you would think it'd be number one Mm -hmm. Southside Christian. But Calhoun County getting that bye, um, so that's a
1: pretty big advantage for them, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, in that upper state there, none of these games really jump out at me. You know, Great Falls has been kind of up and down. They may can make a game of this against Dixie. I don't know. Besides that, I think it's pretty much chalk. Uh, The best game, I would say, is probably DeMarco, Olar, McCormick. Both these teams can score some points there. It should be a good one there. Uh, looking at lower state, John, we got CE Murray hosting Cross, Branchville hosting Johnsonville, Lakeview hosting Estill, Whale Branch hosting East Clarendon, Bamberg Earhart hosting Hannah Pamplico, Carver's Bay hosting St. John's, Baptist Hill hosting Scott's Branch, and Gracie Floyd's hosting Allendale Fairfax. I tell you, this lower state looks a little more intriguing to me, John. One that I'm really excited for is Bamberg Earhart hosting Hannah Pamplico. That one jumped out to me as well. Uh, tough draw for both of them,
0: mm-hmm. honestly. But, you know, Hannah Pamlico's had a really good season. Mm-hmm. They played pretty good here late in the year as well. Um, bamberg Earhart, always a tough matchup. Yep. Those guys were undefeated, um, playing incredible defense all season. But, yet, Hannah Pamlico, not going to be an easy out for these guys. Not I mean, at all. Hannah Pamlico, their defense struggled a little bit um, throughout the season, a little bit inconsistent. But for a 4-3 and three club, and, a you know, we've got them as a – a four-seed there in Region 5, but they are a good team. Um, you know, Johnsonville they, got the three-seed in this one. They, they tied mm-hmm. in region play, both of them 2-2. Two two. Johnsonville won that tiebreaker. Hannah Pamlico, a really, really good number four-seed.
1: Yeah, that's a team that can score some points. The posting kid get a quarterback, Ellison, there running the ball for them. You know, they pulled some upsets, er, upsets earlier in the year, so they certainly had a play. I mean, like he knows all about that. They got knocked out by Hannah Pamplico there early in the year. Johnsonville, another team that kind of jumped out of me, that Johnsonville and Branchville uh, uh, game, a Johnsonville team that can score as well. They can make, uh, make some noise there in the playoffs. But besides those two, I think there's a lot of chalk in that. Uh, I think Green C. Floyd's a 2-3. I don't know if I, first, I think they're a good bit better than, uh, than Green Sea Floyd's is. Um, anything else you want to hit on there while I look at some of the comments as you, as you chat there for a second, Sean? Yeah,
0: I think, you know, what we have here is that late, Region 5 is late-year Green C Floyd's johnsonville hanna that is, in my opinion, that's the best region in the lower state for, uh, for 1A. And really, it might be, I think, arguably the best region in the state. There's a couple bigger regions mm-hmm. in upper state that have some, some good schools. But for sure in the lower state. So, Region 6 gets a little bit of a tough draw. Outside of Bamberg, Earhart, yeah. um, Branchville, I don't know, Fairfax, and Estill. Getting a little bit of a uh, tough draw Imagine up against Region 5.
1: Yeah, um, let's see. So we got here. Curtis says Bamberg. We industry sellers is, is a good wide receiver, but for for HP, but, but their Bamberg defense is solid. Yeah, Bamberg can really play. Memphis coach Crosby does a good job with those guys on there. HP can score with coach Johnson there. I think you got you got to take Bamberg at home. Um, they're a very good team. I think that Bamberg team's hungry. They want to prove that somebody can play with Southside Christian. Yeah, you know, they're ready to get there and hopefully win that lower state bracket. Uh, Thomas says Kenneth Kenneths played fifth spot in region seven, which is an 0-9 team. So I think that might have been Burke. Who canceled that game? They kind of pulled out. Uh, Bill Henson says, good evening, fellas. Appreciate you tuning in, Bill. We appreciate it. Um, let's see a couple comments about two and three. We'll get back to those later. Derek says, he takes every game serious, whether they're the first or the last seed. Bamberg HP is going to be fire. Yes, I agree. That's <laughs> my, That's one of, honestly, out of all five guys, that's one of the games I'm looking at the most, that Bamberg HP game. But that will be a lot of fun there, John. Before we move out of 1A, who are, who's maybe a sleeper team, maybe a favorite you've got for the whole playoffs? I know we're going to keep going through this every week, but just early predictions, who's your sleeper, and, and maybe who do you have winning both lower and upper there? You know,
0: I think we talk about Southside a lot, talk about Danburg a lot. Uh, the one school that we haven't talked about a ton this year that we typically talk about a lot is Lamar. Yeah, They yeah. still secured a – one; they still won their region. Mm-hmm. I think Lamar is still going to be a really, really tough game. They lost three games this year. Yeah. I get that. But they're bigger schools, right? Bigger yeah, schools. Yeah. Um, I think Lamar is going to be a tough, tough out for everyone. And I'll tell you what, you know, they'll, they would not meet Southside until much later on if they yeah. get there. But I think Lamar is my team to, to really make some noise.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the thing about Lamar, too, I'll, somebody correct me if I'm wrong here. And, and, Rashody, I know you're a Lamar guy. So if you're in here, definitely let me know. i had heard that Lamar lost their quarterback a few weeks ago. And they go to a strictly kind of wing tee wishbone offense without him. Okay. And if that's the case, that's a different animal right there. I mean, those I mean Lamar always has big kids. We know that. So if they start just pounding on you, that you get out of hand. I think. I mean, it's hard to go against a favorite Southside Christian and then a Bamberg down there. Lakeview, a team that can make noise. But you know, the, my worry about Lakeview is that we've seen them a couple games, maybe not be be 100 percent. And they sat and you know showed up as much as we think they would in some games. But they've had some very nice wins as well. I like what they're doing there. Um, it'll be a great matchup no matter who plays kind of in that lower state final there. But I think I'm going to lean towards Southside winning it all, probably be in the lower state. And a sleeper team, I know Thomas had the same one in here, uh, excuse me, Zach had it in here. Calhoun County, team that's yeah. got some big wins. Yeah. They beat they beat Varwell earlier this year, had a few other nice wins. They can make some noise, and getting a bye in that round one, I mean, that's a huge deal. That's a big deal. Let's see, Chad says, what's up, guys? Hope Fort B doesn't look past Berkeley. Yeah, jumping ahead to 5A. That game actually got moved just got moved to Thursday, I saw Chad. So Fort D and Berkeley now on a Thursday night there in that one. John, anything else you want to hit on in uh in, in round in uh round one for one A before we move into the two A brackets?
0: I don't think so. I'm excited. I think um, you know, we're gonna see our typical typical guys, I think, mm-hmm. as we get through here. But let's keep an eye on upper because we we talk about South Side, how good they are, mm-hmm. and you know, they should breeze through everything. But yeah. If you take away Southside and you look at all these other guys in here, the Calhoun Counties, Wagner South, Grand Calhoun County not playing this week, Mm -hmm. but um, you know Wagner-Sally, Rich Green Manetta, Dixie, uh, Great Falls, Blackville Hill McCormick. There's a lot of teams that, you know, we'll see what happens here. Uh, Yeah, It's good to see. I see um, McCormick and Denmark Olar um, playing here in the first round. McCormick and Wagner-Sally played first round last year had he thriller, mm-hmm. um, Very high-scoring game in that first round. We would not see them until much later. But my point is, there's just two teams that can really play some good football. Yeah, yeah. And I, I I know we're all sold on the south side, but we can see some good games here in 1-8 earlier than we do in some of the bigger classes.
1: I agree. I agree. Because you know, the bracket's a little bit different. Now uh, You see like a... Couple of three seeds matching up here. You see some things where usually in the four and five, even three A, you don't see that. It's a little more disparity there in that round one. But uh let's uh, yeah, Curtis says Calvin County dangerous. Loads of the playmakers on offense. Agreed there with that, John. Let's look into two A here. One of my favorites this year, honestly, is this two A bracket. Um, just a, a lot of talent, upper and lower state. But I'm gonna read through that quickly. know, kind of give some thoughts. We've got Abbeville the one seed hosting Blacksburg, Saluda hosting Andrew Jackson, Gray Collegiate hosting North Central. Chesney hosting Crescent, St. Joe's hosting 96, Christchurch hosting Baseburg Leesville, Chesterfield hosting Columbia, Landrum hosting Newberry, Silvergluff gets a bye around one. Lee Central hosting Central. Sherrol hosting Latta. Timberland hosting Pillion. Marion hosting Barnwell. Andrews hosting Woodland. Phillip Simmons hosting Mullins. And Wade Hampton hosting Lake Marion. John. A, a, a lot of games here I want to talk about. Um but I'll start with this one in upper state here if we look at that one. Saluda, Andrew Jackson. I know somebody mentioned this earlier. Um, you know, I think that Saluda has had a very good year. I believe they just lost to Gray. Um, and they lost to uh, Raven County with Gunnar Stocking out there. But they can play. Uh, they've got a pretty solid defense and good playmakers on offense there. Andrew Jackson uh, is a team that we were howling earlier in the year. You know, played some really good defense. You worry about how tested they are a little bit in that region. uh kind of been up and down, and I think Shaw ended up winning that region with their win over Chesterfield last week. But just you, you don't know how deep that is with the teams like Central, North Central and Buford in there. I think Saluda's the better team, but Andrew Jackson's the team that could definitely sneak up on them.
0: I think so, too. Um, you know, you look at Saluda's coming out of Region 4, and, gosh, I mean, that is there a better region in 2A than Region 4 in the upper state? you got Gray, yeah. Saluda, Newberry, through Leesville, uh, and then at the bottom of the region, Columbia and Oakland. Very
1: deep. Those very top deep. four. Very, very, very good.
0: Yeah. Very good. Um, so Saluda certainly tested, and they've had a very good season. They beat who they should beat, mm-hmm. and they lost it. you know, who you expect them to have some trouble against. Now, I think, though, they're matched up with Region 3 here. Region 3, they kind of beat up on themselves a little bit. Nobody came out of that region um, undefeated. But those are some schools that can put up some points. Mm-hmm. um Cheshirefield for sure. And Andrew Jackson is a good team. They are a good team. Yes. I think Saluda's is a little bit better. Um, but I think it would be a good game. I think this would be one of those, round, like you said, one of these round one games that could be uh, a pretty good game.
1: Yeah, Zach says Saluda says helping offense. They can go far, if not all the way. Yes, the Lou they've, they've had those couple tough losses, but that's it, really. They've played some very good football this year. Um, and looking at another game here I wanted to talk about, John, at the upper state. Um, I think, you know, we're on the same page here. We think Abbeville is going to roll. We think Greg Collegiate just going to roll. And, you know, Casey Adams, I think, is right around the 2,000-yard mark if he didn't quite hit it last. We had 300-plus yards, six TDs last week in three quarters. Unreal stat line. Uh, probably got 2,000 this week yet and already there. We think they roll. We think Chesney probably wins. St. Joe's, same deal. Christchurch team we haven't talked about much. They they flunked up with Abbeville for, for a quarter or two yeah. last week. They really yeah. did. They shouldn't have any problem with Baseball Leesville. Chesterfield should beat Columbia. Newberry-Landrum, a 3-3 match up there. Um, I like Newberry in this one. Uh, you know, Coach Strickland, last season for him still. I think these guys are going to make a run for him. I like them at home, even it's a, even though it's a 3-3 match up there uh, in round one.
0: Yeah, and Newberry was team, a I, I little bit disappointed, you know, this year they they went 4 and 5 mm-hmm. overall. Now, they were 3 and 2 in at Region 4 in that very very yeah. tough region. Yeah. They played
1: some mischief. They played AC4, I believe yeah. it was. So tough with those guys for a while, but, or maybe it was Shade one of the other. Tom. but yeah. What and what I'm concerned about with Christchurch.
0: Yeah, they played well. Uh they're a good team, but gosh, you look at the rest of the, the rest of the region. They're or sorry, they're playing Lantern. Okay. Correct Langhor. Um uh, region just isn't that great. Um and, and they went they went one and two in that region. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think Newberry is the better team here. Yeah. I, I agree Newberry. Um uh, I've been to land, I've been to a game in Lantern before. It's a cool place to go to a game. Uh, yeah. They kind of are reminded they gave me some kind of chapman vibes. They're kinda of hidden away. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Up there at top of the state
1: and they, they play some tough brand of football. But Newberry's a good team. Um I, I like Newberry yeah, Newberry home is going to be tough for sure. Good to see them get another playoff game for Coach Strickland. Kind of yeah. that's, that's cool there. I of that goes. Yeah, I think so, too. Looking down here into the lower half, um, I know uh, we had a comment from Brad said, Burke forfeited to bluff. They didn't want to buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard Burke had some issues down there. I don't know if it was a COVID thing. or it could be those boys trying to play basketball. You know, that's a big it basketball is. school. So yeah. could, have, could have been that. Who knows? But Silver Bluff, probably the favorite in lower state you would think they're John Besson with polls. A team we haven't talked about much, Lee Central, that two seed there hosting uh, Central. Lee Central is a program that didn't play any football last year due to COVID. So hats off to those guys seeing them. I think they went 6-2, and two, something like that this year, John, I believe, if you got the records there.
0: 4-2,
1: um, uh, I think they had played more games, I'm not sure. But anyway, not, to not play football last year at all and to come back get that two seed out of that region, very impressive for them. A game I'm looking at round one, Marion Barnwell. Typically, you don't see Barnwell as a four seed. No, Um no. They had some tough losses late. You know, they got smoked by River Bluff. got beat by Wade Hampton, not connected the last week. Not a bad loss there. Uh, take play tough. And they lost to Pillion. They lost to Calvin County earlier in the year. I don't know what to make, make about this vulnerable team. I know they've got some athletes. I worry about the small Foxes on the other side. Have they been tested this year, John? Yeah, and, you know, I think
0: not a ton. Mm-hmm. You know, and Mary, but they they earn they are my respect for what they did last year. Yeah, rolling through the playoffs. Um, but you know what? They're seven and up. Yeah, nobody's beating. Yeah. Nobody's beating. And, yeah. and Andrews, not a bad club. Mm-hmm. Lee Central, they won some games this year. You yep. know, it's impressive they beat them. I I don't I can't say Marion's going to lose a game because they haven't, yeah, they, yeah, they haven't they, done all year. Yeah, you know, they
1: beat Carver's Bay uh week zero, and that was when Carver's Bay had their star running back. That was a very good Carver's Bay at, team at that time, too. So they've got a couple nice wins there. You know, first-year head coach, Brian Hennessy. I don't know how much – uh a lot of the talent left, you know, like some of their big players like the quality Crawford, TJ Sanders have graduated there, but they keep on rolling. But that's one of the lowest that I've got my eye on was that Marion-Barnwell game there. Another one, John, I was looking at, Woodland-Andrews, another 3-3 matchup there. Andrews hosting. I think Andrews wins that ball game. And then uh, another one, a team that's been kind of sneaky, Peelian going on the road to Timberland. Timberland had a tough loss to, to Phillip Simmons a couple weeks ago. I'm not very high on Peelian, but they've had a couple nice wins lately. What do you see happening there in that game with the Wolves and the Panthers? They've certainly played better. Uh, Peelian was a team
0: that we haven't talked about all year. Um, in the last few weeks, they, they've picked it up a little bit. But Timberland's still good. They mm-hmm. lost that game to Phillips Suns, but that's the only game we've lost all year. They're really good. I, I think they uh, I think they roll in this game. I think they are
1: yeah. superior. Yeah, a couple comments here from Eric. He says uh Barnwell's very young this year. Zach said Barnwell this year compared to the state runner team is is down compared to that team. Yeah, Eric, I believe um so they got the Santa for kid at quarterback, uh you know, they got this Tyler Smith at running back, really good player there. Pender is back, if I'm not mistaken. Clay Pender out there out wide for him. He's a pretty good playmaker for them. So if he can get going, they can have some good things happen. But, yeah, well, not quite the team they have been, but they've still got some talent there, and they could play with Marion. Uh, Steven Smith said just joined the beyond the Hillcrest. Get, no, we're going up. We're in 2A right now, working our way up to 5A. So, John, 2A four get out of here, who's your favorites? Who's your sleepers? We'll move into 3A. I tell you, I'm going to –
0: Obviously, it's no secret. We think Abbeville and Gray are, are going to be the class here. And, you know, they would meet later on. Um, Gray's actually slotted to post that game if they get there. But my sleeper in the upper state mm-hmm. is Chesterfield.
1: Yeah, they, they score some points. They light
0: up the scoreboard. With their offense, they could really make some teams feel uncomfortable Way they can score. Uh, I think Chesterfield... I don't know if they're they're good enough to beat Gray or Rabbyville, but they're good enough to scare some folks. Yep. Um, those two mainly. Lower State, I really like Silver Bluff. Um, but I tell you what, the have Suns
1: have played really well.
0: We Silver don't know what's on the but well.
1: they've had some very nice wins. They do.
0: Marion's undefeated. Mm-hmm. They are the defending Lower State champs. I, I think there's a lot that can happen in Lower State. Lower yep. State's going to be really, really fun to watch. But I think when it all comes down to it, I like Gray, mm-hmm. and I like Silver Bluff. Um, meeting up. That's it. And this is pretty fun. I don't like the way the Sacramento High School League set up the championships, so and we can yeah. talk about it later another day. <laughs> but their championship is Friday night.
1: Yeah. Um, that will yep.
0: be a fun Friday night game um, once we all get set and done for Tuesday.
1: Yeah. You know, looking at, at Upper State, obviously everybody talks about Abbeville and Gray, and it, you can't go against those guys. You know, St. Joe's the other one seed. I haven't seen enough from those guys to really impress me there. Um, i tell you, the thing I think, I think people forget about Gray is that it's not just KZ Adams. They've got a very good defense, you know, led by guys like Torrey Kelly, you know, KZ playing both sides of the ball. They've got guys on defense who can really stick it and play some, some solid defense. They're not they're not all offense. And the way they run the ball, they're going to grind. If you get behind those guys, you're not going to catch up. But, I mean, And they're
0: well coached. They, are. Well. they that, are. To me, that is a huge, huge thing. It's incredible how many games we've gone to this year, mm-hmm. where we go into the game, we say, well, you know, Greenville's probably the more talented team than Northwestern. Well, Hannah might be the more talented. I'm not sure Hannah is the more talented team. I don't think they, they are, really Friday, <laughs> But we go into these games, and we have these notions of the athletes and the talent that's on one side compared to the other. And then we kick the ball off, and we go, whoa, yeah. that game plan is way better than Out the, the window, plan. yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so I think... We, we should talk about that more mm-hmm. on how well some of these teams are coached.
1: And then when you have guys like Casey Adams, that makes it all the more easy. Makes it too. easy, yes. Yeah. So, so Abbeville and Gray, definitely the front runners. I don't know who I want to pick yet. I might save that. Um, lower state, I think Silver Bluff is my, you know, Trayvon Dunbar is one of the, the best backs in the state. He's not talked about because he's a sophomore, John. He's a big time player down there for the, for the Bulldogs, really good player. I think they're my favorite in lower state. But if I'd pick a team to make a run to be sneaky at a lower state, I'm looking at Wade Hampton with their good Hampton. defense as well. Yeah. I think uh, you know, another team out of that same region there. But they wouldn't have to match up with Silverworth until lower state again. They've got a very good I like Wade like Wade Hampton and then Timberland can't sleep in the wolves either, but So you got you see here in the lower here's where I
0: get so confused. You look at the lower the lower part of the bracket for mm-hmm. lower state and you got let's see, this is you got Marion who's got that tough first round game with Warnerwell. Yep. You got Marion Woodland, Phillips, Simmons, and Wade Hampton. Yeah. Half of that lower bracket is those guys. Yes. Who's going to come out of that? Yeah. You know that's that that's a tough that's, tough, a draw. that's a tough draw for all four of those guys. Uh, Silver Bluff, they got Timberland there, um, and Charlotte's a good team too. Yeah. But I think that that upper half of the lower bracket is a little bit easier to manage than the bottom half.
1: That, that's that's right. going to
0: be fun to watch those.
1: Those right. go at it. Two A's gonna be a lot of fun. I see a quick shout out to Eric and uh, Derek, Chad, Natasha, uh, Tori, Steven, Ethan's in here, Jonathan's in here, Zach, Kayvon. I appreciate you guys tuning in. This is our Round One Playoff preview show on moving the chains. John, let's look into maybe my favorite class if it's not two yeah. A, and that's three A. Yeah. You wanna do upper state, or lower state first? Let's do lower state. upper state, three A here. A lot of really good football games. Round one, we're looking at Chapman hosting Blue Ridge, Chester hosting BHP, Powdersville hosting Broom, Ren hosting Fairfield Central, Daniel hosting Keenan, Southside hosting Woodruff, Lower Richland hosting Seneca, Clinton hosting Palmetto, and that's all we've got there in uh, Upper State. John, just as you guys see this, also this bracket looks a lot better. <laughs> Shout out, John! I put that in. It looks really good there, John. When we're talking three A, I think there's four, five, six, maybe seven guys that can win the whole thing. Yeah. But this is just upper. State. Let's talk upper state right quick there first.
0: I tell you what, the first thing that jumps out to me is, I love Chapman. I think Chapman's a great program. But I tell you what, you know, I think Chapman was one of my kind of, I got partial with a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. I've just really liked them. Yeah. Ever yeah. since first I went up Chapman, saw them play. But this year, I really mm-hmm. like Powder mm-hmm. like though. I love. We saw them play yeah. at Berea. Yeah. Love the way they play. Love the way they coach. Quarterback's excellent. Uh, one of the best running backs in the state. Yep. Yep. Big Thomas guy. Williams, is really Thomas good player. There. Really fun to watch. This first round, if you want to pick a first round game to go to in the upper state, I'm telling you right now, go to Powersville and watch Powersville Broom. Yeah. Because they are. I think those two are going to absolutely light up the scoreboard. I think. Think Broom is as good as Powersville, mm-hmm. but boy, they can score some points. But they are. Heavy on giving them up too.
1: That's yep. gonna to
0: be a high-scoring
1: affair. You know, a good thing for Powderville John. That's a rematch. They actually, played I think week zero. Uh, Powder for won by I think two scores early. So I'm sure both the teams have improved, obviously. So it should be a good matchup there. I tell you what, um, a good ball game. I'm looking forward to. You mentioned that one. A couple more in that top quadrant there. Chester BHP, Ren Fairfield Central. I think those are pretty evenly matched teams. All four of those really um, could be some good ball games there. You look at the bottom quadrant of Upper State there. I think Woodruff pulling the upset over South Trap Southside would not surprise me at all. Um, you know, Southside's in that pounding region that's not super deep. You know, we saw some teams like Palmetto and Berea make the playoffs teams that we saw play that were not great, I guess yeah, not, say. not the strongest um,
0: region there. So i
1: am be surprised there if Woodruff beats Southside. I'm interested to see this little Richland team play. Uh, you know, and we've talked about how they've been they've had some nice wins that they ran through their region pretty easily there. Hosting a Seneca team that we saw Good run game, passing game was non-existent pretty much. I think Lower Richland gets an easy win there, and then Clinton I think is going to roll against Palmetto. Any any of those games you want to mention um, there in the Upstate three A, yeah, John? I am interested in in the Lower Richland game because Lower Richland's a, another team
0: that has had a great season. We haven't haven't seen them play. We don't know a ton about them, but you know they're they're scoring relatively yep. well. They're only giving up ten points a game. They they're seven and one the season. I'm really interested to see. How good this team is. Yeah. You know, we saw Seneca, and we kind of I think you have a good idea what Seneca is. Mm-hmm. I think for just for us, this would be a good barometer. Yeah. How good are the Diamond Hornets? Yeah. Uh, well, that's
1: the region. Them, Chester. Um, you know, throws into Keenan. They kind of beat up on each other, so it's hard to really tell how good those guys are. Um, so match up there for sure. Commenter from Zach said, Clinton has to play round one without the starting quarterback, Davis Wilson, after injured injuring his ankle last week. That's a tough loss there. That kid." You know, with that offense, John, I mentioned to you, it's kind of multiple. It's kind of like, almost like what Coastal does, kind of the triple option, wing tee, point, but out of like a pistol shotgun formation. So, quarterback has a lot of responsibility on getting the handoffs right, getting the right, you know, pitches, reads, whatever. So, having to put a backup is tough there. The thing with Clinton, that defense is so good, man. They, uh, you know, they shut down a Woodruff team last week. I think held them a 17, and a couple of those scores were late. You know, the Woodruff team's been scoring, everybody's scoring 40-plus, seems like, lately. So, they've got a very good defense. They should be able to get a, a win of Palmetto pretty easily. And then round two against Will Rich will be very interesting for those guys. But the team we had talked about, probably everybody's favorite, Daniel. You know they've got a Keenan team around one that should beat Keenan. They should probably beat Southside or Woodruff in round two. I don't think they really get tested until a little bit deeper against a Clinton or maybe a, maybe a LR in round three. But Daniel, it's it's time to see where well, they playing board. They're taking a step back. What is it? I think we'll learn a lot here in round one about. How uh, how good this Lions team is?
0: Yeah, I think now it, it a if they've been bored, understood mm-hmm. because they got a ton of talent and you know they're nine or no. Yeah, they you know they beat everybody they played and, and from what we understand, they tried to play other people. Yeah, and people don't want to play them. People don't want Daniel to even come to their house and play them. Uh, Alex, I believe it. Yep, I believe that. Um, but now, yeah, playoff time. It, it's time to time to really flex and I mean Keenan. You know, I don't know how good Keenan is. They they won four games. They went one three this year, but they only won one region game. Yeah, um, a good region. Yeah, good it region is, it is, is region four. But I, they're not going to be ready to play. Their mm-hmm. defense, from what I when you're know, just looking at scores from Keenan, uh, they've been giving up a lot of points all year long. Um, that does not mix well with what Daniel has in offense. I expect Daniel's going to be able to do whatever they want. Yep. Now for Daniel, what do you do? Yeah. Do do you uh, do you try to just light a fire on these boys and say, Hey, it's playoffs, let's go get after it right here, right now in the first round? Or do you try to hide a little bit? You got nine games of film though. Yeah out there. Do you do you try to hold back a little bit or do you just I, I think if I'm Daniel, I say, Hey, let's let's play our game, but let's make sure that we don't get anybody hurt. Yeah. Let's uh let's play a lot of guys, play as many guys as we can and make sure we just take care of business.
1: Yeah, so John three A upper state who's your favorite who's your sleeper I tell you I think my favorite um,
0: coming out of the upper states it's got to be it's got to be fix so? I think it is I, I like Chapman but I think Chapman has some chinks in their armor mm-hmm. that they haven't had the last few years um, I was high on Chester at the game of the year yep. Zan Dunham's a great player for them but they've dropped some games. They're not as consistent as I would like them to be. Um, well, originally, we just don't know a ton about them. I like Clinton. I think Clinton's a really good team. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that Clinton's got the firepower to keep up with Daniel. If Daniel plays as well as they should play. Mm-hmm. My sleeper, though, Willard Richland. Yeah. Just because I don't know a ton about these guys yet. Yeah. Um, kind of new on the scene. I think they could be, and and I love when these schools from the Midlands. I love when they are in. It, it doesn't really matter what classification they're in, They're upper state, the lower state, because they'll play these guys in the upper state that they hardly ever get to see. Yep. Um. So it's a good mix of you know, oftentimes uh, different style of
1: football too. Yeah. I mean, I think for me. You know, Chapman and Daniel are both hard to bet against because they've got so much offensive firepower. You know, if you need a big play, you can throw a, settle, throw a jump ball D.J. Black, whatever it is. Daniel, Trent, Pierman, go throw it to Eli Merck or whatever it is. You know, you talk with Clinton. You're worried about if, if Wilson, is he healthy, for one? You know, does he come back? Or, sorry, Davis. Uh, yeah, Davis Wilson, right? Yeah, Davis Wilson. You, you wonder if he comes back healthy here in round two. If he does, that's a good team with Copeland, with Gary, with him. Uh, an offense, people don't see a ton. They can definitely be difficult. And I love that defense down there at Clinton, for sure. I think uh man, I think we're probably headed towards people are gonna kill for this. I think we're heading towards a Clinton Chapman rematch in State. Now that would be you were at that game. Yes. You would subscribe to that, wouldn't you? Yeah, sign me up. I'll pay double for that one, John. I don't even care. <laughs> be a great game there for sure. Uh Zach said Wilson will be round we'll be back in the second round, he believes. So history okay. cool. there. Let's cool. look cool. at three cool. lower state, John. We've got B C Brooklyn Casey who won that. Region after a couple weeks of tithe, uh, of ties, there they took they're taking a walk walk 'em all at home. Hanahan hosting Lakewood, Camden hosting Bishop England, Aner hosting Arthur Wilkinson, Dylan hosting Fox Creek, Crestwood hosting Battery Creek, Oceanside Collegiate hosting Lake City, and Gilbert hosting Loris. John, I- I'll hop out and tell you here. Um, not a ton of games I'm looking forward to there. I think Aner O'Dub could be good. I mean, the Blue Jackets with that kind of run offense they do there. Archer, Archer Wilkinson, we believe, has a pretty good defense. That could be a good ball game. Besides that, nothing jumps out of me in Lower State. Maybe Gilbert Loris. I'm not sure how good Loris is. Um, but that's really the main one is Ainer O to the dub that jumped at me in round one. That's one that jumped out of me as well.
0: O-Dub, historically a bigger school. It's surprising to see them down here in 3A. But Ainer always, boy, you got to take Ainer serious no matter who you are. Yep. With that turtle offense that they on. It is... It makes you adjust. It makes it you adjust. But OW, I thought they've had a pretty good season this year. Uh, they're five and five. They don't, they don't really do anything super well. Mm-hmm. But you yeah, know, they they won their fair share of games. They yep. got three and two in reach and play uh, They don't score a ton of points. They don't give up a ton of points. But they're not necessarily scary on defense. They just mm-hmm. they play the game. They play the game. Uh, so I, I think it'd be interesting to see. I think
1: that's probably the closest matchup. Mm-hmm. You know. Here in round one. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think that's our best chance for an upset. Other than that, I think the home teams really take all yeah. the ball yeah. games. Um, you know, maybe Loris, possibly, but I don't think they can do it. Um, you know, you think Dylan rolls obviously as the one seed. You think BC rolls as the one seed. You think Camden Roller R- 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 Bishop England, Oceanside's gonna roll. John, who who is your favorite here in three A Lower State? I tell you, it's um, uh, Camden, defending Lower State champs, mm.
0: I, I feel like they've taken a, just a hair. Mm-hmm. of a step back. They had such a good team. They right did, here. they did a lot of um, talent. I tell you what, the Dylan they've only played six games. Yeah. But they look really good in the six games. I know we had someone uh telling us earlier tonight, you know, they're not sold on Dylan. They saw mm-hmm. them play maybe it was last week. And they weren't sold on Dylan. Uh I thought Casey looked really good when I saw good them play. Good quarterback Jackson,
1: State get. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah.
0: Very, very good player. But I think it's probably Dylan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this could come down to. I like Can. I like Cannon like really well, too. Um, I think Dylan is my top pick. Yeah. I, I think they've probably got the best talent um, spread out for lower state. But my sleeper, and you can't talk about Oceanside either, really. Oceanside's really good. That's my sleeper right there. <laughs> um, but I, I really like Brooklyn Casey. Brooklyn yeah. Casey yeah. is kind of up and down a little bit. Um, but they are, if you go up to Chapman, and you you come from behind mm-hmm. and you beat those guys, that tells me a lot. Yeah. That that's a big big deal in my book. Uh, BC is my my sleeper for Lower State, but I think Dylan's going to be the team to beat.
1: Yeah, you tell you know you look at Lower State and I feel like a lot of the teams have you know question marks about You know BC we thought they looked great against Chapman, but then they come around and they they lose some games later, like Strong berman You don't think they're going to lose and whatnot, and then then you look at Camden. And arguably their best performance was in a loss to AC4, a three nothing loss. You know, what I mean, you feel like they don't have that big win you're really looking for um, out of a team there. Dylan, who did they play? They played Ayner, they beat Aner. Besides that, you know, they, obviously they beat Lamar, and that was an impressive they did, win. They it. did. Granted,
0: it's you know that's three A and two A, but yeah, that's that might be their best win.
1: Yeah, you know, they've had did the they cancellations. They, you know, we you know they had Myrtle Beat schedule had it got canceled with COVID and whatnot, so couldn't get on the field for a while there. Oceanside, a like good the team. They haven't talked about much. They can't even get in the top 10 of the poll. Yeah. But, you know, they had a couple tough losses early Myrtle Beach, Great Collegiate. And they really turned it on. Finished the season, I think it's 6 and 3, it was uh, 7 or something like that. That's a very good football team down there, John, that people are kind of sleeping on, I think.
0: And what's funny is Oceanside's been a team where they really have stacked their schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, not as much so. And they're in a region that, I'm just not sure how good that region is. Mm-hmm. Um, with Hanahan, Battery Creek, Bishop England, um, it seems kind of like a, a bunch of teams that are they're okay. Yep. Um, so I, I'll be interested once side, you know, if they can get through round one through
1: Lake City, um, you know, how good are they really? Yeah, Zach says don't sleep on Gilbert. That, those yeah, guys can man. run the ball. They can really run the ball. Um, yeah, but so if, it's another team where if they don't make mistakes and they get the lead. Tough to play catch up on those guys. Uh, yeah. The Indians down there, the good football team as well. We'll be very interested to see how that turns out. Who's your? We kind of went through it, I guess. So, so your favorite? You like Dylan? I like. Them. You know Dylan. I've heard you know Crestwood, good defense. See so what happens in round two against Dylan there. Interesting matchup. If they get past those guys, I like Dylan to make a deep run. I think Dylan's probably the favorite, and the Oceanside though is a team I think I like also. I wish those guys were on the opposite side of that quad yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, those are two guys, two guys that I like there in three A John. Um, before we move into to foray here, let's give a quick shout out to our friends over at the George Agency, Bradley, Wayne, Richard and the crew, serving insurance needs to step on over 35 years. Open enrollment is now here, guys. If you need insurance, if it's not offered through your company, or if you own a business and you need to get it for your whole company, give these guys a call. Uh, they can help you out. Offices of Mull- and mulls and and mulls in they're all over the state. You got clients in Aiken, clients in Columbia, Rock Hill, Greer, Myrtle Beach, wherever you are, give those guys a buzz george.net the agency.net the open enrollment actually extended this year november 1st through january 15th so definitely check out those guys there at the george agency and then secured advantage federal credit union they have a clear purpose to improve the lives of their finan- or financial or of their members offer much lower loan rates and don't charge the fees that other banks do whatever your personal journey security events here to offer you smart financial solutions join today at security that's secured FCU.com. win a banking thrive at life member nc UA. So two great friends there at the program. Definitely go check them out and tell them moving the change boys sent you. John, let's take a look at 4A here. Wanna do Upper State again first or, or what order works for you? Yeah, that sounds good. Upper State 4A. We've got one seed AC Floor hosting Indian Land. Greenville hosting Walhalla. West Side hosting Greer. York hosting Irmo. South Point hosting Richland Northeast. Easley hosting Lawrence. Greenwood hosting Pickens. Westwood hosting Catawba Ridge in the upper state there, John. What jumps out at you there in that uh, upper state 4A bracket? I'd say I think uh, I see
0: one game that I'm really excited about, and that's York hosting yep. Irmo.
1: The game I'm hoping to go through, Friday. Right so it should be a good I one. think
0: Irmo, Irmo's a team that's been a little bit up and down. Yep. They really impress in some games, and then you, know, you, you put a little bit of a spotlight on and they, they've fallen off. But uh, a team. Hey, their are on Austin region play was AC4. They played really well. York a team. They came on toward the end of the season, played really well. They got beat Don't up. Yeah, not they got scored. beat up that in that region championship, yeah. though, um, to to South Point. But York's a really good team. They're yeah. seven and two. Um, I mean, this is a good matchup. Irmo five and three. But I think Irmo's better than that five and three record. I yeah. think they're a little bit better. Yeah, than
1: that. yeah. Good quarterback. I think White Side. If you got a good quarterback at this level, dynamic athlete type deal, you can beat anybody any given night. So if he's on they're a tough team to look out for. I see a couple possible upsets here as well, John, uh, in round one. One of them being Lawrence at Easley. Uh, yes. a, a Lawrence team that kind of ended up on a, on a bad side of a tiebreaker there. But, you know, it's hard to figure out what to do there when, you know, when you miss a couple games through the Kobe and now to make it work out. So Lawrence is the three seed. even though know, they're undefeated in that region. I think they can go on the road and beat Easley. I believe so. I know what I'm looking at, Greer Westside. Yes. You know, Westside can put up some big numbers with Pete at quarterback there. Greer, a team that's been trending the right direction for the left-back athlete. They started off really poorly. Quarterback play was atrocious for a while there. They're starting to get better and better, put some points on the board. If they can get by Westside, they may get hot there. Um, and then even Catawba Ridge on the road at Westwood. Catawba Ridge has been without quarterback Jaden Davis for two weeks now. I don't know if he'll be back in the playoffs. I know he has some con- concussed issues, I think it was. So he may be back, he may not be back. Westwood had the nice win uh, late over Irmo it was. Had that kind of tie there for the playoffs Three-way tie for first. They come out in the second spot there. Top Ridge, with the talent they've got, they can make a run as well. Yeah, you need know, Top Ridge started out so well and then they they fall off
0: a little bit. Injury bugs will mm-hmm. do that to you. Uh, but Westwood, I tell you what, Westwood is a team, they have played very well lately. 4 mm-hmm. uh, one in region play. They have really cranked it up here toward the back half of the season. I think that is a really, really good Round one game as well. Yeah, Tabor Ridge has got to be very, very careful and careful on that one. I feel like they have they dropped some games lately where we're like, man, they should probably win that game. And this is a game where I feel that way. Mm-hmm. Where hey, yeah, Catawba Ridge should win this game, but Westwood is good enough to to really get upset them there. And Greer, another team that's been playing better lately, mm-hmm. and with with Easley's defense, I just I think that defense is going to give them, or sorry, Greer West Side um, in the first round. West Side defense, too. Um, that's a region where they don't play a whole lot of defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that is a good advantage for Greer. Yeah, I think Greer would is if they get in a shootout. I think they got a much better chance of winning the game than a low scoring game.
1: Yeah, a couple comments here. Zach says Lawrence has a kid verbally committed to Vandy, and receiver going to be a preferred walk on a So, Yeah, Jaden McGowan's receiver, really good player there at, at Lawrence. The quarterback James Rawls a kid I like a lot. He's been, you know, we talked about him on the recap show something with Jarrell. That this is a team two years ago, head coach Chris Liner running the kind of triple option, wishbone type deal. Now having to kind of transition out of that into more of a passing offense. Last year was a growing year for them. They really put together this year. Uh, Bill says Lawrence shouldn't be in the playoffs. <laughs> Amy says, yeah, suspect with only two region games played. Yeah, that's, the, that's um, fair. That's a fair that's a fair I agree. Statement. You know, you know, it, it's tough to say with this COVID year you know, we wish we maybe had some better guidelines ahead of the years, like, hey, this is what's gonna happen if a team misses the game or whatnot. Cause you know, and luckily for Lawrence, or unluckily, if you look at it the other way, they missed the Greenville and Greenwood games. Understandable. But if you're Lawrence, you're like, hey, we beat everybody else. Why you know, I wish we would have had a shot at those guys. Yeah. So you see it from both sides there. I, I am very glad that Greenville ended up with that two seed, and Lawrence got the three. I would have been upset if Greenville had to go down to the three seed behind the Lawrence team, but the way it worked out, it worked out well, I think, where, where Greenville Green will be into two, which they what they should be there instead of having to drop down.
0: You know, if you if you look at the region standings, because I, I don't like it either. I you know, it's I, I hated the way that the the tiebreaker situation worked out. If, if it if it happened. Thankfully it did not happen. But you know, Lawrence two and and0 in region play, well even if they played Greenwood and Greenville and lost and were two and two, they would still be getting that number three seed. But yeah. Green went one yeah. three in region play. Uh Eastside did not win a game in region play. So really when it comes down to it all said and done, um,
1: I think it's fair that Lawrence is that three seed. Yeah, Curtis said Lawrence is the team better in their record. That's I agree with the, that too. you know, they, they lost to Clinton early, I believe it was. Uh I can't remember what they lost to, but they've got some like I said, Raw, McGallins, Well, they've got some playmakers for they, they make uh, some noise.
0: I wanna say they did they not play Clinton. First game of the year. May have been. Reynolds, Reynolds, I think, I, sure. I, think been. I might have picked Lawrence in that game. I thought that was early in the year. Um, and we really weren't sure at that time how good Clinton was. Yeah. Sure yeah. Was. yeah. Clinton won that game. Turns out. let's see. Close game.
1: I believe it was. I believe, I it, was. I believe it was. But, yeah, let's. uh, I'll, If you want to pull it up or, or not, it doesn't matter. I want to go through my kind of favorite sleepers here in yeah. 4A. You know, a, a game that I wish this what happened in round two, John. Greenville AC Flora. Two of the more more talented teams in all of 4A, upper state, lower state, whatever. Um, You know, at AC Flora, that's a team that's been up and down. You know, even in some games they won weren't super impressive. You know, uh, I mean, a 13 0 win over Sumter, I believe it was. Okay, it's for 5A. I don't think Sumter's very good, personally. Um, They beat Camden 3 0. That kind of surprised me. And they come back, drop a 50 burger on Chapin. They lose to Irmo. All over the board. I think Greenwood got the talent to beat them. Will they put it together? I don't know. I think Greenville, I like them in the upper state, and I really like South Point. What they did last week to 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 uh, York really, really impressed me. One. McCrory and Generette there on offense. They've got uh Dixon's running back name. I might be wrong about that. They've got the uh, uh AJ Miller on defense. You can really get some get some pressure on some guys there. That that South Point team is good. I think I think I may, I may be looking at South Point and Greenville. matching up for proper state, really. I think I might be going there. Right? That's not what I expected you to say. Oh, very interesting. actually, you know what? You know what? I missed right the bracket. You go ahead and I'll be back to mine because I a t- the team that I like. I looked over, I don't know how I missed them this much. I love Greenwood. What what am I doing? I, I love the Greenwood football team. Yeah. Um, I think Greenwood. It does worry me if they get behind, can they catch up? You know, the pass game with Raffley and those guys is not the best. But I think Greenwood has enough defensive talent. South Point, I think their kind of Achilles heel has been pass blocking. So Greenwood gets a pressure on the kid there. McCrory. I think Greenwood wins I think Green I think I see Okay, Greenwood, Greenville rematch upper state. That's where I'm going. Okay. All right. Is Um, that what you thought? (laughs) No. Actually it's not. Oh God. Uh, so I, I
0: like Greenwood in the upper state as well. Yes. Uh, I don't think Greenville makes the best second Really? So, you think um, you got AC four? I I think AC four. Uh, uh, let me put it down. I think AC four beats them up. Really? Um, I, I think AC. I, I I think AC four is the kind of team that Greenville does not want to play mm-hmm. because of how good the defense the Falcons are capable of playing. I think they can frustrate that Greenville offense. We saw that Greenville offensive line that we thought would be really, really good get dominated by Northwestern. Very good Northwestern team. Mm-hmm. AC4, also very good. I don't see Greenville making it very deep. Uh, I like. I think Greenwood is the team to beat. And then my sleeper, gosh, I mean, well, you could pick. It's a lot of, of sleeper possibilities. You could pick half the
1: bracket, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll go my sleeper pick. I'm going to say Irma. Yeah, I was going to say the winner of that game. Either way, York or, yeah. or whoever wins I that, you can make a run. Um, Amy says Greenwood matchup, South Point round two. No, so Greenwood would play Westwood or Catawba Ridge in round two. They, they wouldn't play South Point until that round three, so a couple a uh, couple weeks away there for, for that potential yeah, matchup. That would be
0: an upper state semifinal game
1: Yep. Um, if they were to, to meet. Um, but gosh, I mean, yeah, I don't know how I can – not talking about EC4. Yeah, that's a t- that's a good team there now. Let's look at Class 4A Lower State. Myrtle Beach hosting Midland Valley. Cakewalk there for, for the Seahawks. Midland Valley is not very good. Aiken hosting Hilton Head Island. North Augusta hosting Bluffton. Buford hosting South Florence. South Aiken hosting Wilson. West Florence hosting James Island. May River hosting uh, North Myrtle Beach. Parksville hosting Airport. John, my possibly favorite game of all the playoff brackets in round one, could be South Florence at Buford. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. That's
0: a, that's a Buford team we haven't talked about a ton. Oh, I think it's a huge advantage if Buford gets to host that game. Mm-hmm. That's a long, long trip. Long trip. Tough
1: to get down there.
0: South Florence has been very good, but gosh, you know, having and I don't know that Sellers is going to be back. Is he, not. Yeah, he's not. He's done for the out. year. Yeah, McWhite is the, the guy there right uh, now. So I, I think that's, that's going to be a tough game for South Florence. I think that's yeah. a really good one, too. You,
1: you know, you hate it for those guys. Last week they are playing for the Region Championship. Drop got down to a four seed after yeah. losing two games in a row yeah. there. Um, I think that's going to be a really good one. And I'll tell you what. I think
0: a game that I just don't know a ton about that mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what happens is Aiken Host and Hilton Head Island. Yeah, uh,
1: Hilton yeah.
0: Hilton a team with, with a lot of talent. Um, yeah. That will be an interesting game there. Now, I do want to touch on one thing before we, before we get too far deep here. Yeah. I said I was going to look up what Lawrence has done this year. Yeah. I thought they played Clinton. They played Clinton week two. Now, let's let this sink in, okay? All right? They lost three games this year, right? Those three games, their opener, they lost in Anderson to T.L. Hanna, 23-17. No shame there. Next week, they host Clinton. They lost 21-19. to
1: No Led, shame there. Either.
0: A and then they played uh, 5A, River Bluff, mm-hmm. lost that game 21-14. This is the really yeah, they a really good. good Lawrence team. Yeah, they're good. really good Lawrence team. They're good. They're so let's good. not forget that for those guys.
1: Yeah, uh, but, you know, in this lower state 4A, it's kind of hot here. You know, we look at upper state now, so there's tons of great games there. Lower state 4A, I don't see a lot that really intrigues me. I think Myrtle Beach wins big. Aiken Hilton could be good. I think North Augusta is going to smoke Bluffton, I believe. Future South Florence good. South Aiken is going to kill Wilson. West Florence is going to kill James Island. Maybe River should beat North Beach pretty handily, and Hartville should be the airport team that just lost to bamberg Heart bad last week. Yeah, yeah. So a lot, lot of kind of uh, snoozers there in the lower state. But John, who's a team that you like to make maybe make a run, or maybe your sleeper here in lower state four A? Oh boy, I, I mean it's oh gosh, it, it's tough to say there's a sleeper because the the
0: giant is there. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think, oh, I think the best team outside of Myrtle Beach is West Florence. Yeah, and they very played nice them sports. very
1: tough. I think it was 14-7 yeah, final, yeah. I believe, earlier in the year.
0: Uh, I, I think that's the one team that could make a – I mean, obviously someone else has to make mm-hmm. a run too, right? You're yep. going to have a lower mm-hmm. state championship no matter what. I think West Florence is the very my sleeper to, to go deep as well. I
1: think mine is a team that we've not talked much about, South Aiken. Okay. You know, they, they win that region there, and I believe they won it uh, – Pretty handily, I think they were seven and one undefeated in the region there. This is not the third race has not been talked about much. They've got some some good players there. I think if they can get past West in round two, they're set up in a good spot there uh, to meet Myrtle Beach probably for lower states. So that's the team I like, but I think I've got to leave Myrtle Beach in my favorite. I've been high on those guys all year for two years now, pretty much. So, but yeah, I like South Aiken to make a little run there as well. Yeah, it's just tough to
0: stick, you know with South Aiken because that region just not a very sexy region. No. North Augusta had been good. Last few years, yeah, kind of down here. Last there. years, they just, yeah, it's just not an exciting region. You know? mm-hmm. So it, it's hard to tell how good South Lake is, but hey, as you said, they're seven and one. You, you know, you can only win the games that you play. That's right, and they've been doing it. That's
1: right. Let's move into five A here, John. Look at five A Upper State. I hope uh, Stephen stayed 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 with us for a while. I know it's been a long time since we started on two A, <laughs> but in one A, but yeah, Stephen, we got your Hillcrest Riverside game right here. Five uh, A Upper State. Hillcrest, fresh off there, demolishing of T.L. Hanna last week. Hillcrest will host Riverside Round 1, Clover hosting Ridgeview, Spartanburg hosting Woodmont, Spring Valley hosting Nation Ford, Gaffney hosting Rock Hill, kind of a throwback matchup there between those it two. It is, it is. T.L. Hannah hosting Dorman, Northwestern hosting Bowling Springs, and Burns hosting Malden, John. 5A Upper State, what jump out at you? Burns and Malden. Yep, that's Kennedy. good game there.
0: Awesome. Good defense for Malden, and then playing the Burns team. I've talked about Gabe Rogers all year, how mm-hmm. much I like him and how much talent, and just just Burns looks good. The ball. Yeah, they look good yeah. on offense against Dutch Four. Yep, um, yep. They, you know they can move the ball, they can throw the ball on anybody. I feel like uh, really excited about that match. I think that's going to be a really really fun one to watch. I know Malden's given up some points this year, but they just got too much talent on that side of the ball. Yeah, to not take those guys very very serious. Yep, that's going to be a good. Um, high power against high power. I think high power offense is a really good,
1: talented defense. Mm-hmm. That'd be a great game there. Know what I'm looking at there? There's actually there's three or four I like. I like T.L. Hannah. Dorman a good matchup there. Um, a Tyl Hannah that did not impress us last week, John. Um, you know, but neither did Dorman in their loss of Spartanburg. You know, they gave it a late touchdown to lose that game. Dorman's been so up and down this year, but Coach Gutshaw will probably have a good plan against that T.L. Hannah defense, which was had some big holes Friday night, John.
0: Yeah, and, you know. And I'm sure you and Jarrell covered this on the, the recap show. Uh, let's not forget here: Hannah turned the ball over three times in the first yeah. quarter of Friday. Uh, they're not going to do. You don't think they're going to. You don't think they're going to do that Friday. Uh, you know, not many teams do do that. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, I mean, gosh, you get you get behind so tough, and expensive an offense like that, you don't expect them to do that Friday. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you take that out, I think this is a very good game. I, I like Hannah to bounce back really well at home um, too. At home, yeah. you know they're going to have focus on ball security. Yeah, uh, those first three turnovers were all fumbles, mm-hmm. um, and then the full they turned all actually four times. going a Friday. pick later, right? Yeah, was a pick uh, toward the end of that game. I think they cleaned that up. They're too well coached to the team to to do that two weeks in a row.
1: Yeah, but other than that, you know, I think uh, I think Northwestern is going to. Blowout Bowling Springs. Bowling Springs is not a good team. Should be in the playoffs. Uh, Gaffney's going to blow out Rock Hill. The other team probably should be in the playoffs. Uh, Hillcrest. They may have trouble with Riverside if their Sanders kids play. I know he's been injured the last couple of weeks. I don't think he's going to be back. I don't know. Hillcrest too much firepower. They should still win that ball game fairly easily there. Spartanburg should beat Woodmont fairly easily. A couple that I'm looking at, John, and I don't know if any of these teams can make deep runs, but could be good round one games. That's Clover Ridgeview. Two teams that have been very up and down. Clover starts off with a great win, Week 0. They have a lot of bad losses. It looked good the last couple weeks. Ridgeview, we thought they were good. A lot of athletes there. Had some tough losses for them as well. And then Spring Valley Nation 4. Spring Valley gives South Point their only loss all season. Uh, had a couple losses of their own. And Nation 4, quarterback Carson Black, put up some points. I guess a good Spring Valley defense. That game could be very, uh, very back and forth as well. Possibly. I, I think...
0: Spring Valley plays pretty good defense. Uh, I I think Spring Valley wins that one. Actually, um, quarterback Nation Ford, very, very good player, very good athlete. He's going to play somewhere on Saturdays Mm -hmm. here in a couple years. I just don't think he's got a ton of help around him. Yeah, Um, I, I just don't. Nation Ford, they went two and two, and not that good of a region. Yeah, I'm talking about you know Gaffney
1: is head and shoulders above everybody else in that region. I mean that's that's clear. I think there. Um, But looking at five upper state John. Who do you like? Maybe who's your sleeper? Uh, you got to go, Gaffney. Yeah. You got to go,
0: Gaffney is the favorite. I think, Um, you know, they've proved all year that mm-hmm. they are the class of the, the upper state, 45A. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, what we have seen the last few weeks, especially last week out of Hillcrest, we can't sleep on the Rams. Cool. And, and we talk about this, and we'll get into it later. Yeah. But Hillcrest, they're not going to go on the road. If they no, play, they didn't open up the playoffs. You got to go to Chandler Stadium. You got to play yeah. in Simpsonville. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a big deal, but I think, honestly, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to, i want to call Hillcrest Player of the week because they were so good mm-hmm. Friday. Uh, they had a lot of things go their way with the turnovers, yep. of course. They are very good. But to not just be the, oh, they're my popular team right now. I want to say the Sleeper out of, gosh, I'm not even going to say Northwestern. Northwestern's really good, but my Sleeper is Spring Valley. Okay. I think Spring Valley's a team where we just haven't talked about them a ton. They got some good wins. They do that South Point win. Uh, I, I want to say they beat AC Four early. In. Maybe they didn't play I don't know. AC4. I don't know. Uh, it might be the might be that South Point game I'm thinking mm-hmm. of early on. Um, red Red School as well. Yeah, but I think Spring Valley is, is they're my sleeper team that we're just not really talking about. The yeah. time. Yeah. That I think can uh, pull an upset and, and get some wrecks and brackets, so to speak.
1: Yeah, I think uh I think Gaffney is the favorite as well. Um, you know, you, you, I think if you're Gaffney, you look forward or you I mean, the problem for them is they don't have an easy road You know, even in round two, you're probably getting TL Hannah or Dorman, a Dorman team that plays you within seven points, or a TL Hannah team that beat you in the playoffs last year. You know, TL Hanna, like we say, is that if you don't play discipline, don't play smart football, they're gonna they're gonna score on you. Yeah. And you're gonna be having to play, it's gonna be a hard time to play catch up against those guys. And if they get past that they got probably Northwestern or Burns sitting there in uh, in round three, so a tough road for play, Gaffney.
0: Burns seems playing a lot better now. Yes, playing yes. a lot better
1: defense. Tough right? road for Gaffney. But I think they are the favorite. Um, and that top half, I mean, it sets up really good for for Hillcrest there in that top quadrant. It really does. I, I like Sport. I think Smartburg
0: has been playing better. They have. They have. Um, I love Coach Hodge. I, I think he does a great job. in, in year two now, he <laughs> the Vikings look more like what we of yep. a Smartburg. Program led by Hodge will look like. I think they're
1: tough, but
0: I tell you what, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was was a
1: matchup. If we do get Sportmark Hillcrest, Sportmark beat Hillcrest earlier in the year, um, I believe uh, week, you know, week two, three, something like that. But I like Hillcrest with a lot of talent, McFadden, Judy, uh, you know, with Neil, Colton; those guys can really score it. I think they make a little bit of a run here. I said Gaffney's the favorite, but the team that I, I like a lot, Northwestern. Will Madison, very good football player there at the quarterback position. Uh, you know, you got Trevor Richard out there. They've got uh, Caldwell and those guys out wide for him. A D, a D line that gets after it, gets after it hard there. You know, I, I worry if, if when they play Gaffney, if Gaffney has too much size for them up front, can really beat up on them. Another sleeper, John. I feel like I've named everything in the bracket now as a possible sleeper. Burns. <laughs> yeah. uh, I reach. mean, we've seen them score 60 in certain games here. And now the defense seems to be playing a little bit better the last couple of weeks. Much, much If they better. get by Malden, you know, maybe they get hot. Uh, I don't know, but I still think everybody's chasing the Indians and chasing Gaffney during this stuff. I
0: think so, day. too. But, you know, for Gaffney, gosh, you got those guys in the rear view. They are – they're coming. Yeah. They're coming. They're, and, and the thing that I like, you know, I know we got a lot of Gaffney listeners here, and they're probably rolling their eyes. I'm not saying any of these guys are better than Gaffney, but they're playing really good football right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, i said this – Time and time again, and I've been wrong sometimes for sure. Uh, but you get these young kids, you get some confidence, you get some momentum. Um, that is a dangerous, dangerous recipe. I mean, mm-hmm. you go if you went to Hillcrest right now and you talk to those kids, they probably don't think there's a team in the state. They right. probably want to say, "Hey, let's play Dutch sport. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And gosh, what they did Friday was so impressive. You know, they got a ton of momentum. Northwestern's got. You know, they've had such a good season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they're. Probably their biggest game of the year was, uh, or at least later in the year, playing that Greenville game. Yeah, Greenville, Spring Valley
1: probably their biggest biggest and, games. Yeah, you know, sophomore early near Yeah, sophomore yeah.
0: that was the first game of the year for those yeah. guys. Um, you know, a little robbery game, anything can happen. But you know, no question, another think is really good. Spring Valley, yeah, I tell you what, Spring Valley, that that's a proud program. That's mm-hmm. where the Bulldogs came out of. Um, we we're we're here, and I'm sure we're not the only ones talking about Gaffney. Northwestern, yep, talking about smart, playing better, Burns, and, and that's what I love about when you get to the playoffs because you need get spring down. Spring Valley is going, hey, we don't care, yeah, we'll play anybody, you know, to quit talking about these upper state teams, you got to play us too, yeah. Um, so it'd be cool to see how much spring valley can mix it up with these some of these guys too,
1: yeah. It should be a fun 5A upper state, and in the 5A lower state. Not as much drama, I don't feel like, John. You've got uh, Dutch Fork hosting Soccer State, Cane Bay hosting Ashley Ridge, Sumter hosting White Knoll, West Ashley hosting Stratford, Goose Creek hosting Somerville, Lexington hosting Conway, Fort Wilchester hosting Berkeley, and Carolina Forest hosting Chapin. I mean, Dutch Fork's the favorite here. They've got to be, John. Um, but as far as round one goes, I think uh, Lexington Conway could be interesting. And also I think Carolina Forest Chapin could be an interesting matchup as well.
0: Yeah, the Carolina Forest Chapin game jumped out to me. the I mean, Carolina Forest team that uh, they haven't been great, but they are still they've been five and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the only reaching game that they lost was the Sumter. Sumter has been a really, really good team. Uh, you know, we haven't talked about them a ton, but they're still really good. And Chapin's been a little bit up and down. Um, you know, obviously they're in that tough region with Dutch Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be really good. I, that I think lower state wise, that's probably the best matchup. That we've got going for us, and I think another really fun game. You know, this is another one where you mentioned a game before. I think in four eight, so hey, it's not really. I don't think any of these things are gonna go for. Yeah, the Goose Creek-Somerville gonna be a really fun game. Goose really good running
1: back. The Simmons kid can really, really run. Um, but I think we both got. I mean, yeah, correct, correct me if I'm wrong here, John. Dutch four favorite for everybody. Yeah. Okay, Dutch four's your favorite. play for second. Probably. I like Fort Dorchester very a whole lot. That's a very good football team in there. Zoltan Osborne, I like him. Um, other than that, I don't love anybody in this lower state really besides Dutch Fork and then Ford Dorchester. Yeah, and, you know, my sleeper is softer. Yeah. Um, don't so, watch talk about those guys again, I thought this
0: year. You know, and, and gosh, the talent they had on, on the defensive line and he got hurt earlier mm-hmm. in the year not playing, and we kinda of, I felt like or at least myself, I was like, Oh gosh, they lost their best player. Time to write those guys off. Yep. They kept winning. They did. They were one They went undefeated in region play. Um, I think their one loss was, was it the AC Flora? yeah, uh, that's A 10 right really. Gert, game, maybe? I think 13 0 nothing. 13 I believe nothing. it was. Yeah, A uh, really close game. Uh, to me, honestly, it's not much shame in that. Yeah, oh, no, not not, not a bad loss. You know, AC Flora really showed up for a few games, and that was one of the ones. That was probably AC Flora's best game of all year. Mm-hmm. But some are my sleeper because they're really good, and, you know, as good as Dutch Fork is that, you know, they've played – they played Burns. They played Dream. They, they played Spartanburg. They played some really good teams. Um, but I guarantee you, Sumter's probably sitting there going, hey, they ain't played us yet. Yeah. They ain't played us. Um, so I, I think Sumter's, they're a little bit of my sleeper. I think they could make some mix. Yeah.
1: Hey, actually, you know, I've been high all year on Fort Rochester. I love the quarterback yeah, there, the yeah. Osborne kid. They can really score. I don't know if they've got the defense to beat Dutch Fork. I don't know. We'll see about that. But that's uh, who we like there in 5A. Uh, Cavante Lunday says, Peel you know, at yeah, I think we both like Timberland there. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, Pillion has had a couple decent wins. They're playing, they're great. playing better. Yeah, Tim, Timberland just that one loss there to Phillip Simmons late in the year. Uh, still a very good football team. The Wolves can really score it and really play defense as well. I think uh, the Wolves win that can make a deeper run certainly in two A John. But and that's all of our five A stuff, want will give a quick shout out again to our friends out at the Georgia Sea uh, Bradley Richard, and the crew there serving interest. He needs to tough run kind of over thirty five years. Concentrated on employee benefits and health insurance and office in Austin, Mullins, and Murfreesboro, they have you all across the state. GeorgiaAgency.net. That's the GeorgiaAgency.net. And then our friends over at Secured Advantage Federal Credit Union—they have a clear purpose to improve the financial lives of their members. They offer much lower loan rates and don't charge the fees that other banks do. Whatever your personal journey, Secured Advantage is here to offer you smart financial solutions. Join today at SecuredAdvantageSU.com. That's SecuredAdvantageSU.com. Win at banking, thrive at life. Member N.C. U.A. Um, you know, I, I wanna tell you, John, I think uh our pick 'em wrapped up last week. I apologize guys I hadn't had time to table the scores yet. I'll probably get that for you either this week or next week. Our winner will get you your prize, I promise. Uh don't worry about that. Appreciate, appreciate you guys tuning in to, to all that and being a part. We had about fifty people in it each week, so it was really cool to see that uh, and, and how that went. Um John, anything else you want to hit on the playoffs? I know we've seen Patrick going to five A just in time. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick, we think, honestly, I mean, looking forward, to. we're probably looking at the gaffney Fort matchup, I think is what we're looking at here, I think, uh, in 5A, John. But, I think Upper State's going to be fun to watch. So. Yeah, Upper State should be fun. There's yeah, a lot of teams that, that can get hot. I think none of them are probably as talented as Gaffney, but they're playing some good ball right now. Like Teams like Northwestern and Hillcrest and uh, guys like that are playing well, Spartanburg even. Yeah, um, sure but Yeah, we think the Indians are, are certainly the favorite there, uh, 5A Upper State, John, but. Any other playoff thoughts here before we get out of here for the night?
0: Um, I do want to just mention this, and we'll I will probably do this every week just to remind people because it's a little bit different. But the weekend of champions, I didn't vote on it. Not my idea. <laughs> but to uh, to give you a rundown on what will be going on here first week of December, weekend of champions, uh, it is three days of football: Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sounds good in theory. <laughs> Not when you uh, live in the Upstate and all the championships are in Columbia, but every game will be held at Johnson Stadium. That is the uh, newly redone, very nice facility there at Benedict in Columbia, downtown Columbia. That stadium. If you're not sure, it is um, a little bit behind Benedict. It is off of Two Notch Road, uh, right before you're getting down to Forest Drive and Taylor Street, where they kind of they split right there at Two Notch. But um, very nice facility. Every game will be there. Um, not Williams Bryce so every game at Benedict, Johnson State. It leads off with the 4A game Thursday night at 7. That's the only game on Thursday. And then Friday, we've got two games. So the first game will be the 3A game at 2 p.m. on a Friday. May have to take off work that Friday.
1: That's going to be a Friday way a little a
0: matchup day. there in 3A. Um, and then Friday night at 7 o'clock will be the 2A game. That could be a fun game too. Mm -hmm. Um, Should be. And then on Saturday we have two more. Uh, Starting at noon will be the one A game, and then at five will be the five A game. There on Saturday. So interesting setup how they have. I like how they used to do it. Uh, If none of you guys remember, when I was growing up, it was really cool. You had this one. You had the big Mm sixteen. So the big sixteen. I don't remember playing a lot. In that game, Rock Hill um, what's in the, the other half of the Or maybe it was Big 16 Saturday. Anyways, you had a 4A game on Friday night. Mm-hmm. That was the only game on Friday night. It was that Women's so It was a pretty big deal. And then Saturday, you started at 10 a.m. Uh, I think yeah. it was 2A lead off. And then at noon, around 1, you had the 5A game, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And then you had. Um, yeah, it was a Big 16 back then. So yeah, yeah. Then you had three or. Um, or, yeah, I, I'm getting my classifications all mixed up now. Because, finally, you had the, the 4A game on Friday night, and then you had uh, 1A, and then you had 4A at 1, and then you had the 2A game after that was typically around uh, 4. And then the night cat was the 3A game, which was always 1, which is now 4A. But that 3A game was always the closing closing game. That was uh, that was a good setup. Because you got to go. I never went Friday night, but we would go Saturday. Yep. Get down to the stadium at yeah, 9, 10 o'clock, get a morning football game. Can't beat it.
1: All day, all night, and uh, really, really cool. So they need Can't to get back it. to that. Yeah, we're going to try to make it to a couple of those, but we'll have to see uh, with work schedules and whatnot how, how we can make it work. It's, it's a bit of a mess yeah. covering three days there uh, for sure, but appreciate all you guys' comments today. We really helped the show go by. Uh, we plan on doing something that each round, so we'll do another next Tuesday for round two. So definitely tune in and, and, and give us your thoughts on that, Not, and even you know, looking back at what happened this week as well. But uh, this is your first time, appreciate you guys. Like our page, like our video here. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Move and Changing C H A I N S. We'll put this audio only version up on podcast, Google, uh, Google podcast Apple podcast Spotify here shortly. We we'll do a recap show on Sundays, good off all, all from the same places there. So definitely check out all that stuff. Uh may have some good interviews coming for you guys. We'll see here in the playoffs. We we'll get some good on' Coach lineup. I know they're busy, so we'll see how it goes. But uh hopefully got some good things coming uh, for you guys soon. But um, a couple more comments here I want to say. Uh, couple, uh, Chad Erman says uh, the defensive line at Fort Dor- Dorchester is good. So that could be an interesting okay. matchup there if they get there. Uh, a couple more. Here, some, some some 1A stuff. but uh, A lot of good football to be played, John. I'm really excited about it. I'm sure you are, too. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, yeah, first
0: round. I'm sure we'll have a couple upsets. A couple things that we didn't realize. That happens every week. Um, but then...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ooh, sorry. As we go, the it's going to get better and better and better and better. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, well, so for John Epps, I'm Kevin Thomas. This has been the Move in the Chains, uh, Round 1, Suck on Football Preview Show. We will catch you guys next week.